Have mercy. Right, let's begin. This is this is Daf uh, Daf Hey. Let's learn. Let's begin. Now we we saw in the we might look at in the Mishnah if it's just a simple chita and seura as one. You go over and kill his rhyme. We saw shita Rabbi Yehuda that says only if it's stay chitim one seura or vice versa. We're gonna we're going to look at this debate now. Before that, we're going to see a different debate. It says zarashne minim If someone goes and plants two minim, say chita and seura in a bika, and or shne minim bechurva. That's an area that's not planted. So what has happened is he's planted two minim. He would have been over on the Isur of Kilayim had he planted it properly. However, what happened is as he put it down, it scattered and it was spaced out nicely of Shishat Fachim. His intention was to plant it for Kilayim and when he put it on the ground, it just happened to be that it's scattered and they spread out nicely. Or when they scattered, one went on one side of the fence and one went on the other side of the fence. Okay, Rabbi Yochanan says he is patur from the Isra of Kilayim, of trying to be Zeraya Kilayim. Why? Because it's Nitrachek bit Kedin. It's been, there's, they've been separated nicely. It's all fine. Here we have the very interesting position of Rishim ben Lakish. Rabbi Shimon ben Lakish says as follows. He says he is Chayav. Why? Since he took them out to plant, Ke'echad as one, Hem Kilayim is considered Kilayim. And obviously it is, continues, this intention to plant them a line. Because you'll see in a moment that if he intended to plant them separately, it wouldn't be necessarily a problem. So what we have a very novel position here, contrary to Shimon Lakish, if he took these two downs and put them down to plant them together, even if they happened to be scattered when they landed, or uh, nonetheless, or it happened to fall on each side of a fence, he's still over on the issue of trying to plant kilai. However, Rabbi Shimon ben Lakish says, "Bezorea al gabei hayam, al gabei pitra, al gabei slaim, al gabei trashim." If he wants to plant it either on, well, yam, we know what that is. Pitra is like rock, or slaim is like rock face, or, or area that is like is is basically not planting. Or trashim is normally area that's like very sharp, jagged rocks. The common Theme here is these are plant these are areas where you, things will not grow. That if he simply went and tried to plant two and one together, well, clearly he's patur. Similarly, Moder Rabbi Shimon Malakish Rabbi Shimon Malakish says, That he also Rabbi Shimon Malakish would agree that even if you planted two together and you planted them in close proximity, but you were doing so with the intention of putting a fence in between them so it wouldn't be defined as kilaim, then Rabbi Shimon would agree that you're patur. Okay, now. Amar Rebbe Bar Kartigne, Modi Rebbe Shimon Melakish as well. Though when it comes to Shabbat, it's not just throwing it down on the throwing it down to be chayev. It's for Shabbat. It says Ad Shetanuach, meaning you do only over on the um, of the Malach or Zriah when actually lands and settles on the ground. Why? Because as it says, uh, Reb Chaim says, but because by Shabbat we said Malachet Machshevet Asra Torah. Anytime if it doesn't rest and doesn't take hold in the ground, not considered planty. The fact that, in other words, when it comes to kilaim, it sounds like Rabbi Shimon like is machmir. The very act of attempting to plant it in a particular way would mean you'd already chayev. Whereas Shabbat, it doesn't matter what your necessary kavanah is. You need what you call malachat machshevet. The action has to be one of zriya. And therefore, we have to land on the ground and, and take uh, and take hold. 
Okay. You would hold that for any malacha? Malachat machshevet, we say by that that's a requirement, that's a high requirement of Shabbat. That's why we have all the, that, that's why we have all these Israel Durabanan, for example, if it's not considered Malach Machshevet, that it makes it's no longer Malacha Doraita, it makes a Malacha usually it's also on the other side, if a person has an intention to be over over a mitzvah, over Shabbos and, and fails. Um yeah, I mean, for example, the there's a yeah, I think so. Here we have that. Mm-hmm. Um, he may have didn't, uh, what to do with Shemayim, but uh, to deal with, but he's not Chayiv. He wouldn't, he wouldn't be, he wouldn't be able to give. Here, when it says Chayiv, it sounds like I can give the person Malkus, right? Mamash Chayiv, right? Yeah. Line, okay. Uh, but uh, you wouldn't be able to Chayiv a person because he wanted to do necessarily a Malach and give him Skila. Um, let's continue. Mm-hmm. Now, Now, Rabbi Yochanan says that if what he's doing, he takes it out. In other words, if he's, he, according to Rabbi Yochanan, he says, if you have two things in your hand, you want to plant them together, and they landed and came apart separately, you'd be patur. Because again, that's a simple, that's, if I would have asked you before this, we learned the sugi, you probably would have agreed, Rabbi Yochanan, you didn't do kilayim, so why should you be chayim? So it seems to be that the, uh, our Mishnah seems to be cholak on Rabbi Yochanan. Why? Because it says, chita which is interesting. Our Mishnah said, the shit is, you plant chita and tzara together, harezi kilayim. Now, the funny thing of ke'echat is, why does the Mishnah have to say ke'echat? It says, It would have been simple enough to Mishnah to say, if one planted chita, uh, and then within six tvachim he planted se'ora, it would be kilayim. So therefore, that you planted it at, at, at together in one go. Afim Rachoku, even if it happened to land and, and separate Shishat Fakim Bnaim Kedin Habikilain, that's like Rishlakish. You know, it was the fact that the Mishnah says Hazura Khitao Surah Ke'echad seems to be the uh, seems to be of support for Rib Shumar Lakish and the difficulty in Rabbi Yochanan. How does Rabbi Yochanan understand this lashon of Ke'echad? What does the Mishnah tell us Ke'echad? So we say no, Patarla. So how does he explain it? In other words, it should be Sibi again. In that chart here, I said that why did it say kechad? I should have simply said if you didn't separate it between six tfachim. So the Gemara answers, first point is the mission is to- talking about where it he is um where he is planting an Amishnah within six tfachim. Okay. But also the Amrabiochan in Uchaiv Adji Yu Shishachar Mukrachim Batoch Sadeh or Mukafim Gadir. What this means is contrabiochanan. When is one chayev if he is planting within six tfachim, two different seeds, like a chitan tzara? That is effectively if it is walled off, either by a physical fence or it is in a gap within the field, a mukurachat, meaning like a, like a ball patch in the field, an empty space of land that is surrounded by other tfua, so it's still fenced in. In other words, according to Rabbi Yochanan, when the Mishnah says ke'echat, it doesn't mean like Rabbi Reish Lakish says that the intention at the time was planting it even if it splits apart. No, it's telling us the inquire requirement to be over on Kilayim Rabbi Yochanan is not just if it's within six shishashitvat mm-hmm. in the two different seeds, but also if it is mukafim geder, if it is ke'echat, meaning they're zoned off, if you like, together in the same space. So then the Gemara says, but one second, bahad Rabbi Yudah amar enu kilayim. But if that's the case, if we go back to our Mishnah over here, we saw Shittat Rabbi Yehuda. Shittat Rabbi Yehuda was that if it's not Kilayim, it's two together. 
Now, if that's the case, if we're saying that our Mishnah is talking about within Shisha Shisha Tfachim, why does Rabbi Yehuda Potter within Shisha Shisha Tfachim? That doesn't make sense. If it's within Shisha Tfachim and you've got two different seeds, why would Rabbi Yehuda, how is, how is Rabbi, what's the Sfara behind Shita Rabbi Yehuda and our Mishnah? That's why we're falling down this right side of our, our page. If you like to try and, uh, to, we're still challenging the position of Rabbi Yochanan. Because again, Rabbi Yochanan says our Mishnah is saying that it's within Shisha Shishtvachim. That's where the two things are planted. And when Kechat means it's walled off. Okay, if it's walled off, why is Rabbi Yehuda Potter? So Amar Rabbi Zeir, Rabbi says Rabbi Yehuda Kadate, Rabbi Yehuda Zavishita, Rabbi Yehuda Omer Bisteh Yarak Tefach. In other words, Rabbi Yehuda is according to Lashitato. That re, what's Rabbi Yehuda's shita? That he says that you don't need to space out vegetables six by six by like separate them six by, by like have a separation of six tefachim. It's efficient within one tefach from one another. Ah, oh, Gavaldi. So therefore, even if it's walled off in an area less than six by six tefachim, as long as they're spaced out more than one tefach apart, that's why Rabbi Yehuda's cholak. So that's how we can understand the mission according to Rabbi Yochanan. However, Amr Biyosi. Now, here on the chart, I've just got a dot, 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 because you'll see as we'll, uh, we're going to flesh this out. Amr Biyosi, Mandabai Makshi Aldata de Ribizira. Whoever wants to bring a Kasha Ribizira can, can, can bring a Kasha as follows. Because we can say, Yalef Hadad Rabbi Yehuda Mirabanan. Because you can understand Shitta Rabbi Yehuda from Mirabanan. Meaning what? Kamada Rabbanan, just like Rama Anna says, the Isu generally is Beit Rova. When it comes to grain, you have to separate them by Beit Rova, which is a thing about like something like about, let's just say 10 by 10 um, Amot. We'll discuss exactly what it is later. However, little Kot Shisha Shisha. However, the Isu de Oraisa is really six by six Tvachim. Then you can also understand in a country of Yehuda that he also has two stages, a Doraita and a Dorabanan. Meaning, the Rabbi Yehuda as well would then have what? The Isu Shisha Shisha Lilkot, but how Lilkot be Tefah. Meaning, despite the fact, yes, the Oraita, the spacing is a Tefah, which is what you tried to use it as a Teirutz. However, still be Asu within Midrabanan within six by six Tvachim. So, if that's the case, you tried to say that why, the why does Rabbi Yehuda matter according to Rabbi Yochanan's reading the Mishnah? Because Rabbi Yehuda holds that really midoraita, the issue is only one tefach in between. However, we've just extrapolated or tried to derive that just like Chachamim, there's two tiers, a doraita and durabanan. Called Rabbi Yehuda, there's also a doraita durabanan. Yes, doraita, it's one tefach, but really midorabanan, you'd have to marchik six tefachim. So therefore, how can Rabbi Yehuda say, ain't on kilayim? It's not kilayim. Okay, so that finishes our, so therefore, as I write right here in the, in, in the blue, Midrabanan, Mikon Lukom Asur. So it says, Vahatan Rabbi Yehuda Matir, but it says Rabbi Yehuda is absolutely Matir in the Brighter. He's allowed to do it, whereas um, it seems to be that it should be Asur Midrabanan. So with this, we finish our flow looking at Rabbi Yochanan, and it seems to me that at this stage, we see that the Mishnah, we can't see that the, the, our Mishnah doesn't seem to, well, we've got difficulty from our Mishnah within the opinion of Rabbi Yochanan. Now we say Vakasha, my time at the Rabbi Shimon and Lakish. Now let's look at the, the Sugya, look, trying to understand our Mishnah again, looking at Shit at Rabbi, Rabbi Shimon and Lakish. Now Rabbi Shimon Lakish says, He says, when it says Ke'echat, means that as soon as it leaves your hand, you'd be Chayev, straight away. Meaning, even because we said, if your intention was to plant them together, 
even if they happen to land and then spread and fall out and separately and then doesn't matter. Your intention at the time was to plant them together and you threw these down together, the that was shifted fresh lakish. And that's how it was mashma for the word in our mission, as we said, it fits in nicely. Now, if that's the case, if for the moment it leaves your hand, your chayef, the Gemara asks, What then is the svara according to Shittat Rabbi Yehuda? Why is Rabbi Yehuda potter? So the Gemara says, He says that no, the Shittat Rabbi Yehuda is that exactly the machloket in our Mishnah. The Rishit Rabbi Yehuda is that it's not from the moment it leaves your hand like Chachamim, it's that when it hits the ground, not Shatanoach until it rests. But one second, the Gemara says, one second, Vahatani Rabbi Yehuda Matir. Granted, our Mishnah says, Eno Kilayim, that it's not Kilayim once it, when at the moment it leaves the hand, but it would be when, when it leads, hits the ground. But we've got a brighter that says, Rabbi Yehuda says, is Matir in that context, meaning is Matir to put it in this way. But that doesn't make sense. Because if you say it's it, if the machloket and the mission is at what point is he chayev, how can we say the brighter that it says is mutar? So meaning mashma lo afilu nacha, even when it lands, Rabbi Yehuda matir, even when it's resting in the ground, Rabbi Yehuda matir it. So therefore, what do we say? So Amar of Hila, Amar of Hila says as follows: Rabbi Rishima ben Lakish kedaite. He hold uh, he holds as follows that what. The Amar Rabbi Shimon Melakish b'Shem Rav Chizkia Rosh Tor Habar Mechur Mutar. So to explain this, we have to explain as follows: We have what's called in the, in, in, the, in Kilayim the concept of a Rosh Tor. Wild fields of different types have to be separate from one another. If the configuration is such that it's clear they're separate fields, they can even be very close to one another. And that's the example of what we call Rosh Tor. If you have a look here in my picture, I've got a square and a tri- and almost like a diamond. So here the diamond field can come right up and even Nichnas sometimes can even go into the other field because it's quite clear that you're not planting Kilayim by the, very, by the actual configuration of the field. Okay, that's what's called Rosh Tor. What's interesting here is that what Rabbi, now everyone agrees with the concept of Rosh Tor. What's the Chidosh, what's the Chidosh, the Pinyar and Lakish? He says, even a single grain of one and a single grain of another one, we can view it as if it's Rosh Tor going into another field. Okay, so that's why in my pictures, you can see here, I've got the Chita and Sura next to one another. However, I've put these boxes, a square and a diamond around them, because he says, if it's a Machom Churva, if it's possible, if you like, to expand and plant more Chita next to the Chita, and more seora next to the seora, we can already view it as if it is Rosh Tor. Okay? Is that clear? So that's why, in other words, so in other words, let's have a look at it again. He says, why is it when you plant, why, why does uh, it... That, why? There's not, nothing, nothing to do with that in the very beginning, it was only at one point. You yes. mean, even at Gile, you can carry on uh, sowing there. Uh, chita and Sora, and it, it won't sound, be it, it sounds like it. he says you'll be able to you be able to throw them down and plant them that way because when even when they leave the hand or your intention at the time wouldn't wouldn't have been one of Isor because you can view that as Rosh Tor. Okay. Um fine. So then the Gemara continues, but one second, Mata Filushne Chitino Sora. We almost like seem to have forgotten the Mishnah. 
Because the Mishnah says, let's have a look. Rabbi Yehuda says, Omer enu kilaim adju adju what? Shnei chitin o sora. O chita o shtei sorim. O chita o sora If you start, start saying that single seeds can be viewed as Rosh Torah in these interesting configurations, then, then why suddenly is the... Um, <coughs> Why suddenly, when it comes to two chitim and a se'orah, does it become asur? Why don't we already imagine it as Rosh Torah? So I'm just, I ran out of space on the page, so I'll continue to go on the next page. So the Gemara says, patarla, how we can, uh, we can, so, um, so ma'ata afilu shnei chitim osorah, v'chen hi, do you think that's really the case? V'ataninen, achi u shnei chitim osorah, o chita achad u shnei surim, o chita achad osorah v'chusemet, it would be, then it would be kilayim. So patala chita mikan, the chita mikan, the geder mikan, the geder mikan, we'll talk about that in a minute, the se'orah chavushah ba'emtza, which means as follows. What is, what, in other words, how do we have it where he would say it's asur? Well, you have a fence on either side and you planted the chita, se'orah, and chita. Now, if you do that, you cannot possibly view this se'orah as a Rosh Torah anymore because there's no way to expand that and turn that into a diamond. Okay, so that would be the scenario where Rabbi Yehuda says, Pata lachita, it was, sorry, that would be the case where Rabbi Yehuda says that it's adju shteichitinosora. It's not just the quantity, but it's also the configuration, that it's in this fashion where he can't fall back on the Rosh Torah even in cases of individual seeds. So then the Gemara ends, we already, Hashem, we're finishing the first parak already. He says, Amar of Matanaya, he says, sham shamchurva. That only makes sense if there's no churva. Meaning there's no empty space from which to expand, if you like, the uh, the seora. However, im yesh sham churva mutar. However, if there's an empty space, say on this side that like you have in the picture, then you can say that even that it would be mutar. Why? Because you can already view that seora as a rosh tor being nichnas to this field of chitim over here. Okay, and with that we say hadran ala chitim, hadran ala chitim, hadran halacha chitim. Uh, which is, uh, so in other words, to, just to, so we don't lose track, this has really been, this whole flow has been trying to understand the Mishnah according to Rabbi Shimon Malakish. In other words, Rabbi Shimon says, Ke'echat, which is, again, meaning as soon as it leaves your hand, be, you'd, be, you'd be chayev. Why does Rabbi Shimon, so then why does, then the question was, why does Rabbi, Rabbi Yehuda say, your patur? Your patur, because, again, two individual chitim, according to Shittato, you can already view it as Rosh Tor, as a, this configuration of a, a diamond going into, like, touching a um, field that is a, is a, like a block or a square, and and in that such a configuration, we say that's not considered kilai. Okay, we have finished the first peric, and now let's um let's okay, begin. but 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 then right. explain to me that if you have if you have like let's say here you have you have chitim and here you have sorim, right? Yeah. And and you want to plant something third in the middle, even. Let's say this is one from the other, but you want the kusemet in the middle, even. Or both yeah. achitim, and you want to have sora in the middle. You yeah. can always make a rosh tor, no? Okay, rosh tor is yes. By the way, six fachim is probably not enough. You probably need a beit rova. We will discuss it. We, beit rova, beit, in terms of when does rosh tor work, when it doesn't work as well. Exactly. We'll, we'll you discuss. can always fit in. I mean, right. even rosh in. Tor. Right. No, but one second. Remember, in other words, how much do you have to have to consider to, to, to be considered Rosh Tor? Um, because okay. remember, it has to be able to expandable to be Rosh Tor, like uh, as, as we just saw. Because if it's between two walls, you can't call it, it Rosh Tor because right. it doesn't work. Right. But again, all, all these Rosh Tor sugyas, we'll, there are plenty of them. We'll, we'll get there. Okay, <laughs> let's continue. Now, what we're dealing with, when people have grain to plant, unfortunately, well, the reality, there's going to be imperfections. He has a sack of wheat, 
it's likely to be some other grains that have got mixed into it. He buys a bag of wheat grain. There could be some seura mixed into it. The question is, how much does he have to, does he have to like sift it, filter it? What's the extent? What's considered, what's the tolerance level, if you like, that of imperfections? So the Mishnah says, call se'a, any se'a. Now, um, a se'a is a volume. He says, if you've got a seah that's got a rova, now rova means a rova kav, and there are six kav in a seah. So in other words, if you've got a proportion of 124th of a different min, then you have to already reduce it. Now, there are two ways to reduce it. Either you start sifting out the foreign min, the other thing, or you can be more sif. You can add more, for example, of the primary min, say chita if it's chita. However, Rabbi Yossi says, Yivor, as soon as you start removing, you have to remove it all. Why does Rabbi Yossi say, say that? Because as soon as you start removing it, if you don't remove all of it, then it's as if you're happy with what remains, and then it's as if you're lechatchila planting kilai. That's shit of Rabbi Yossi. Okay. Now, Anisha says, So what this means is, is let's say you've got chita, and you've got two other minim. Those two other minim, can combine to make that 124th that will require you to start reducing it. Now, what's interesting here, according to the Tanakama, the first opinion is that even if one of those two other minim are not kilaim with the main mass, okay, the main thing, that that other min will combine with, in other words, okay, the example of the Rebchaim brings as follows, just so I don't lose you. It says, for example, you've got a seaseorim, You've got barley in which, which oats and spelt fall into it. And oats and the oats and spelt together make up 124. Now, even though the oats are not considered um, kilaim along with the barley, it doesn't matter. That oat will combine with the spelt to make the 124 to say you need to start sifting it out. Rabbi Shimon Omer says, Rabbi Shimon says, no, the whole, the, the, we only consider one minute, two different minim don't combine. The Chachamim Omrim, Chachamim is a third shita here. They say, He says, only those minim that are considered kilayim are mitzaref. So you'd have to have two other, in other words, the, according to Chachamim, remember we said the case of Shibolat Shual and Kosimat in, 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 in uh, Seorim, the Chachamim would disagree. They said the Shibolet Shual is not considered Kilaim, so therefore it wouldn't combine. Only minim that are considered Kilaim would combine. Let's continue in the, uh, in the Mishnah now. When do we say that the Shir is 124? That's if you're talking about produce or, or other legumes where the, 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 um, the quantity that one is re- that required to plant in a certain space of grain is pretty much the same. It doesn't have to be exactly the same, but it's pretty much the same in terms of the volumes of, say, the, the, the a kilo of wheat or whatever it is you need to, uh, to plant in that space. It would be a, you need a pretty much similar amount of, say, barley. However, the metamor zero negina. Now, zero negina, the volume that you require to plant in the same space of actual seeds is much, much smaller. So therefore, you can't say 124th of a foreign min that fell into, let's say, um, cucumber seeds that fell into wheat, because there's only, if it was 124th, it's going to be overrun by cucumbers, because you only need a very small amount of seeds for the same amount of space. So therefore, we say, um, 
אמרו זירו נגינה שאינו נאכלים, מצטרפים אחד מ-24 ונופל לביציה. Then we say it's 124th of whatever volume is required to plant in that same area of a ביציה. So in other words, it might be a lot less than 124th because again, you need much fewer seeds to plant in that space. So I'm Rabbi Shimon, he says, כשם שאמרו להחמיר, אף להקל. So just as we said in the case of vegetables, we, it's, the result is much more machmir, there are other products like pishtan, as I'll see in a moment, that it would actually be more lenient because you need, you need a lot more of a volume to plant in the same space. So, so too, in other words, ha-pishtan betfua mitzarefet ha-chamesrim benofel ha-beitzea. So if, let's, say, let's say you had some pishtan seeds, some flax seeds mixed in with wheat. We wouldn't say it's 124th of the volume that's problematic because you need a lot more pishtan in the space. Therefore, we're much more makil to say that it can even be a lot more because it's 124th of that which is required of pishtan to plant in that space, which in practice could be a lot more as a proportion of chitim. Okay, those are the Mishnahs and Mishnah Shem will pick up from this tomorrow. Okay, Kol Tov, have a good day.